the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877 Bob Live, 877 Just a couple of program notes until we get into uh, outrageous comments from the White House. I mean, outrageous. I'll share that with you in just a moment, but, but a, a couple of things. Uh, tomorrow is Good Friday, and uh, that is a holiday for all of us at Salem Media, so I will not be here live. Uh, you'll be listening to a best-of program tomorrow. Uh, I hope you will listen in. Jeff always puts together a great best-of, uh, and I'm so grateful for his faithfulness. I don't put those together. Jeff does. I don't know how to put those together, uh, but he does. Anyway, uh, that will be tomorrow. Then, I hope you will be in a good Bible-believing church this coming Sunday. This is Easter Sunday. If there was ever a day of the year for us to celebrate It is Resurrection Sunday. Now, I love Christmas. I do. I love, I love, I love Christmas. But Christmas would have no meaning whatsoever without Easter. Oh, Bob, that that whole Easter celebration is all about pagan ritual and... Come on. But it has its origins and... Okay. You know what? I honestly don't care what was celebrated 1,500 years ago. If you could come to me and prove that the, the, the calendar time that we celebrate Easter has some kind of pagan organs, origins, if you could prove that to me, it wouldn't mean a thing. That was a thousand years ago, fifteen hundred years ago, twelve hundred years ago. Who cares? It's like December twenty fifth is pagan or well, there's nothing pagan about it today. Well, some people make it pagan. But that argument is is ludicrous to me. All right? Today and for many, many, many years. Easter has been a celebration of the resurrection of Christ. Now, the world has tried to steal it with bunnies and eggs and all that that has nothing to do with the resurrection of Christ. But it is the celebration of Jesus Christ conquering sin, death, hell, the grave, Satan himself. That is what we celebrate 
And that's the only thing that matters to me. So let's celebrate it. And we can use, well, Easter eggs are pagan. Okay, why don't we redeem them? Let me let you in on a little secret that most of you don't know. In fact, hardly anyone knows. Uh, There was a little thing called resurrection eggs. They've been around now for several years. You can buy them. Uh, I think you can buy them from Lifeway. You can buy them from Family Life Today. And it's a carton of plastic eggs, 12 eggs. And inside each plastic egg is a toy. It's not a toy. It's a, a symbol. There's a rock. Uh, you know, I think it's the 11th egg. There's a rock indicating the stone that was rolled over the door. There's a little cross. There's some nails in one of them. And it's the whole Easter story in the eggs. My mother invented that. No, it's true. Um, my mother had a TV program in Los Angeles. Now it was a small UHF station. Most of you have no idea what UHF is, but it was a small Christian station in L.A., and my mother had a children's program. And one Easter, she wanted to find a way to tell the Easter story to children. And so she came up with the the resurrection eggs. That was kind of crude, the way she did it, but it was really cool. And somehow, some way, years later, uh, Christian businesses picked it up and they've commercialized it and probably patented it. Uh, but that was invented by my mother, Roberta Bernie. Oh my goodness, sixty-five years ago, I suppose. Uh, anyway, that's a little bit of trivia. Uh, that very few, very few people know, but but now you know. But anyway, um, this is when we celebrate the empty tomb and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So let's do that. And I mentioned this yesterday. Some people say, "Well, you know, they only go to church on Easter and Christmas." Well. Thank God that they go to church on Easter and Christmas and pray that they'll hear the gospel. Pray that they go to a church that actually believes in the resurrection. I have thought for years, one of the weirdest things in the world is a church celebrating Easter that denies the bodily resurrection of Christ, which is what Easter is all about. And yet there will be thousands of churches this coming Sunday— that will celebrate Easter, and they really don't believe that Jesus physically rose from the grave. Talk about hypocrisy. Uh, but anyway, um, I would say it on Friday. I hope you'll be in a good Bible-believing church. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. So I am telling you today, be in church. And if you are physically able to go to a church, go. Don't stay home and watch it on your computer or your phone. If you physically are unable to go, well, praise God for streaming audio and streaming video. And I mean that sincerely. But if you can get up and go, 
go and celebrate the victory of Jesus Christ over the devil himself and all the consequences of sin. Joy and I will be at Heritage Free Will Baptist Church down on Obets Road on the south side of Columbus. I have the honor and the privilege of preaching the Easter Sunday morning service there because their dear pastor, Tim Stout, has been very ill. I hope you'll pray for Pastor Stout. Wonderful man, dear, dear friend of Joy and I. Incredible pastor and man of God. But uh, he's really been through it. He's hoping to be there, but just not strong enough to preach. And he has given me the unspeakable privilege of um, preaching. So we will be there. I believe the uh, morning service is at 1045. And um, we will be there at Heritage Church uh, down on Obetz Road. Now, if you have a Bible-believing church, that's where you need to be. If you don't, join us. Look it up. It's on Obetz Road down on the uh, south side of Columbus, Heritage Free Will Baptist Church. Uh, that's where we will be Easter Sunday morning. And what a privilege and what an honor to be there. Uh, when we come back, a wildly outrageous statement from the White House press office. I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but... Um, Wow. Uh, I'll share that with you when we return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. I want, I want to get into this White House press secretary story, but there's there's breaking news that is very, very confusing. Let me deal with that first, and then I'll get into the press secretary's outrageous statement. Uh, the Washington Post, just moments ago, posted this headline. I'm, I'm quoting directly from the Washington Post from just moments ago. Biden administration says schools may bar trans athletes from competitive teams. Biden administration say schools may bar trans athletes from competitive sports. Uh, the Biden administration on Thursday today proposed new regulations that would allow schools to bar transgender athletes from participating in competitive high school and college sports. Now, that's what the Washington Post is reporting. The White House is saying, and it goes on and says, this is really going to upset the LGBTQIA people, you know. So that's what the Washington Post reports. Here is the Kansas City Star, a reputable newspaper out of Kansas City. Here is their headline. After Kansas vote, which you and I talked about just a little bit ago, after Kansas vote, Biden administration proposes rules 
saying trans athlete bans violate Title IX. I've got the Washington Post saying the Biden administration is saying, hey, some school districts may want to bar trans athletes, and that's okay. You just can't have a a a total ban. But yes, some school districts, individual schools can make up rules and ban trans athletes. The Kansas City Star is saying that the proposed rules from the White House says exactly the opposite. So which is true? I would assume probably both. Well, how could it be both? I would imagine that the rule is written in such an ambiguous manner that is completely up to interpretation, and it's going to cause incredible confusion, which is what this White House is really good at doing. So, does the rule say that schools can ban trans athletes, or does the rule say that schools can't ban trans athletes? Who knows? Uh, Anyway. All right. Yesterday, speaking of the White House, um, a reporter asked Corrine Jean-Pierre, the uh, current press secretary for President Biden, about bans on trans surgeries for children. Um, In fact... The exact uh, question from the press, this is yesterday. A member of the press uh, from the Washington Examiner asked Press Secretary Jean-Pierre, or Karine Jean-Pierre, quote, Today, Indiana just banned puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and gender transition surgeries for minors. I'm wondering what the president's reaction is to the Indiana governor signing that bill into law. And does the president have a position on at what age these kinds of therapies and surgeries are appropriate? Excellent question from the press. Here is the response from the press secretary, and I quote, That's something for a child and their parents to decide. It's not something we believe should be decided by legislators. So I will just leave it there. And she refused to give any further comment. Can I repeat again? She said, that's something for a child and their parents to decide. Oh, you mean all of a sudden the opinion of parents is important? When it comes to school issues and education... The White House and the liberal left in unison says parents need to stay out of their kids' education. Let the experts do it. The voice of parents is unimportant. We don't want to hear what parents have to say. We've heard that over and over and over and over again from the liberal left, from uh, from teachers' unions, and from the White House itself. Let the experts do it. Decide. Let the government decide, not parents. And yet, when it comes to the mutilation of children, the official stance of the White House is 
That's for a child, and listen first, a child and their parents to decide. We're going to allow seven-year-olds to determine whether to have parts of their body surgically removed? We're going to allow an eight-year-old to make that kind of decision? That's something for a child and their parents to decide. Uh, We're going to do the same thing with smoking. How about drinking? Hey, if a kid and his parents uh, want to let the kid have a little bourbon, no problem. Uh, If the uh, seven-year-old wants to smoke a pack of cigarettes and the parents say, that's fine with us, we're smokers too, Is is it the official position of the White House that on issues of health and health care, there should be no laws, no legislation, these are decisions made by children first and their parents? Do you understand how outrageous that is? Look at the laws that are on the books to protect the health and the well-being of children. A parent can be arrested for allowing their children to get drunk. A parent can be arrested for allowing their child to smoke. And the list goes on and on and on. And yet, when it comes to something more serious than smoking or drinking permanently altering their body? That's something for a child and their parents to decide. That is the official position of the Biden White House. Think about it. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.